Come on. Hello, dear listener. Before we get into today's show, quick ask. If you find value in today's show or you've gotten value out of a previous show, please leave us a quick five-star review. Be super grateful. Thanks a lot. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grubacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, a strong and powerful Brian O'Connell. Brian, are you ready to do this? I am. Let's do this. Yes, let's let's do this. Brian is the co-founder and CEO of Huckleberry Insurance. They are an organization rebuilding small business insurance from the ground up. I'm excited to have you on. Brian, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I actually started my career in the insurance industry. I did uh, I did my undergrad in actuarial science, which is uh, somewhat atypical um, undergrad path. But you know, quickly realized that the that the insurance industry wasn't really for me. So I ended up doing something completely different. Went to uh, to much more of a traditional path. I was a, as a venture capitalist. I was working in, in startups in uh, in San Francisco, um, and around that time. I was uh, I was starting a different company and had to go and get business insurance. And my co-founder and I kind of thought to ourselves, like, okay, this is going to be easy. We can just go online, fill out a few forms, and then in a matter of minutes, it'll be done. And we'll we'll have insurance so we can get on with the actual business of, of running the company and doing the things that were actually important. Um, that turned out to be massively incorrect. <laughs> it was this weeks long process of, you know, paper forms and back and forth with a broker and, you know, people asking us to send faxes, um, all for what was essentially an $800 policy. Um, so my co-founder and I kind of thought to ourselves, you know, it was a little bit the classic, classic founder story, you know, that there, there has to be a better way. And, and that was the genesis for what eventually became Huckleberry. Nice. All right. So you're, let's just, I don't know how, how old you were in, in, in your undergraduate, but how does an 18 year old decide on actuarial science? Yeah, good question. So I actually, I grew up in Ireland where you have to make these decisions um, much earlier ah. uh, in your career. Um, and you kind of choose a set path. Essentially, when you're in high school, you almost you choose your major before you go into, into college, which is perhaps not the best system. But, you know, I was, it was sort of the intersection of, you know, math, which I liked a lot, and, and business, which I, was, which I was quite interested in. So you know, that, it was kind of those two things that sort of led me to, to choose that. Uh, and, you know, what was a good foundation definitely teaches you to, to think in a structured way. But the actual career of being an actuary, um, you know, I think some of the stereotypes are probably true, and it's probably not <laughs> the most exciting career to, to be involved in. So, so definitely happy to be at, at a more exciting part of the insurance world today, building digital products for the industry. Yeah, I certainly appreciate that. All right. So you have this personal experience. You 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 and your co-founder have this, for lack of a better term, lousy experience of, of getting a relatively what you perceive to be a pretty straightforward and easy business policy. Um, and they say, well, this is, this, this, this was pretty clunky. There's gotta be a better way to do this. And here, here we are having this conversation. How, how was that process? Um, I, I have no idea what it takes to, to start a company like, like Huckleberry and to, to, to disrupt the business insurance space. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. I mean, we were in, in some ways, you know, quite naive when, when we went into this, uh, and now, you know, we kind of, 
approached it with the, the classic, you know, sort of Silicon Foundry, Valley Founder mentality and sort of, you know, thinking we could just put a put a digital front end on all of this process and, and make it much simpler. And I think, you know, we quickly got an education on on how complicated um, it actually is to, to provide business insurance in, in a matter of minutes. You know, the the key thing about about business insurance is specifically workers' compensation, which is which is a policy that we sell a lot of, is if you get the underwriting wrong, the the folks that are actually on the hook for for paying those policies, you know, could be out, you know, several million dollars in the claim if you if you kind of mess it up. It is in in many respects, you know, much more much more complicated and much more difficult to do than than something like uh, you know, personal insurance, like renter's insurance, where you're talking maybe a couple of thousand dollars if you if you mess things up. So we were, you know, we kind of went to the markets and, uh, you know, talked to a bunch of insurance carriers, probably talked to 30 different insurance carriers, um, because back then the, the API infrastructure was, was relatively nascent. There, was, there wasn't a lot of folks that actually had APIs that could ingest quotes, quotes digitally. Uh, but we eventually found, uh, found a couple that we work with and, and one in particular, Markel Insurance, which we built um, a lot of our initial uh, business on top of. Um, and they were a great partner in that. Number one, they had some they had some APIs already already out there that we were able to integrate with, but also they were very willing to work with us. I'm sorry, Brian. What's what's a what's a API? Sorry, API is an application programming interface. So essentially, a way for for one computer program or one website to talk to another. So essentially, a way for someone to come to to Huckleberry.com. Put in their information, and for that information to to go to an insurance company and, and to generate a quote. <laughs> okay, thanks. So they're really so, you know, if you think of your, um, you know, if you go to a kayak.com, that those guys will have an API integration with the airline, so you can get a quote back from an airline. That infrastructure was much less um, much less developed in the insurance space, so it involved you know integrating what was sort of, sort of very early infrastructure, but also you know working with those guys to build uh, to build a bunch of custom stuff, which was um, an interesting project to say the least. Yeah, for sure. Um, is it a, a, a privacy issue? Is it just the, the the existing carriers weren't all that interested? What what were some of the challenges? Yeah, well, I think a lot of it was, you know, existing carriers had, had mostly sold through tr- traditional broker channels and had never really sold direct online, mm-hmm. um, especially in business insurance. In, in personal insurance, there's actually not a lot of things, not a lot of details that they need to, to collect about you versus, you know, businesses can just be, you know, much more different, you know, a a, a auto repair shop in you know, Nevada is very, very different to an accounting firm in New York, which is you know, incredibly different characteristics to like a home healthcare service in Florida. So there's just way more parameters in business insurance than there is in personal insurance. That, so for example, with a life insurance policy or an auto insurance policy. So for that aspect, the whole system was, was still set up to be, um, to be very manual. So actually trying to, to put all of that into, into data and into, uh, into a sort of a fairly condensed application was, was pretty complicated. Yeah, yeah, I can certainly imagine. How, how many different parameters are we talking about? Is it dozens? You, I mean, potentially, you know, in the hundreds. It's, it's a fairly kind of complicated tree um, that will kind of build off. So, you know, once you, once you sort of tell our system what kind of business you are, it's going to j- generate a whole load of you know quotes based off that, and then based off your based off your answers to those initial questions, it's going to generate um, a, t- a ton more uh, questions on that basis. So it can be you know 
it, it definitely in the you know multiple thousands of like ultimate parameters of, of what the what the full application could look like versus you know something like a car insurance policy is going to be more simple it will be you know enter your vin give me your license details your your address a few characteristics about the person but much much more much more simple so this is one of those light bulb moments except in a bad way when when when, <laughs> when, yeah. when he recognized oh no there was there was definitely a light bulb moment in that you know we were thinking well okay you know maybe this is complicated for a reason um, yeah. and and that was definitely that was definitely a challenge um, but it was also I think you know why why business insurance had been a lot less tapped than than personal lines and why there were a lot less folks um, you know getting into the space is that it was just a, a little bit more nascent and, and and definitely more complicated. So it was just a you know walk. You, you just decided okay, we're 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 still going forward with this. We just need to figure out the right tech. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think um, possibly in in many entrepreneurs, like stubbornness is not a quality that we lacked. So <laughs> um, I think we were. Uh, I think we were going to go forward regardless. And you know, I think you know from an engineering point of view, the the engineers that are on our team, I, I, it almost made it more exciting for them. You know, we do we do a lot of cool things with data, and we're sort of still building that out, where we um, where we try to pull as much data from from external sources about your business to to sort of make the application feel as magical as possible. So that you're entering as as few things as uh, you know. We're trying to really reduce the number of things that you're entering as as a user as much as we can. Um, to make it feel like magic where, you know, details are pre-populating or answers are sort of being um, auto-supplied to you. And uh, as an engineering problem, that's something that uh, that our team really got excited about. Yeah, I can certainly see that. And what about from, um, that? Uh, that's obviously a huge challenge that you need to overcome, from from the carrier or, or, or the actual company perspective, how open were they or have they been, are they, to to this? Yeah, I think they've gotten more and more open over time. Um, you know, we've seen kind of a lot of a lot of companies that were, you know, initially people maybe had some questions around have not have since kind of, you know, gone public. Right. So on the personal line side, you have you know, the likes of Lemonade and the likes of Roos who have, you know, kind of already turned into multi-billion dollar enterprises having been founded like five years ago. So I think there's there's a realization on uh, on behalf of carriers that uh, that digital trans- transformation is coming, um, and that you know I think nobody is nobody is really all that clear as to kind of how big an impact it's going to have long term, but ultimately it is going to have a pretty big impact. So I think that's made them kind of you know, more and more um, willing to try new things um, as we've gone over time. Yeah, that certainly does make sense. I, you know these. Great big insurance companies, if it's a life insurance company or a property and casualty insurance company, they've just got, and even the big financial companies, I think it's probably hard for them to to make small changes, let alone make huge changes with, with, with how they distribute everything. So I'm sure that that's been a very, very interesting process and for sure. fun and frustrating all, all at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. So w- talk to me a little bit about now now the the, the, the consumer experience, the the business owner's experience, how, how that's changed. Yeah, well, we've always been laser focused in trying to get our users a quote in five minutes or less, you know, so taking a, a, a process that used to take weeks and condensing it down to five minutes and really making it feel um, as magic as, as we possibly can. 
And that's largely what we've achieved in, in Huckleberry today. You know, occasionally our underwriters will need to take a second look at a policy and we definitely can't serve everyone. But for the ones that we can serve, um, we can really get it down to just ask a couple of questions. In those questions, we try to restrict us as much as we can to things that you'll know off the top of your head just to really remove the, the cognitive load and to, to get folks through that application. And, uh, and we've also tried to make it um, as mobile friendly as we can. So the majority of our users actually actually get quotes on, on their phone rather than uh, on desktop, which you wouldn't necessarily expect for something like uh, like business insurance. So yeah, the core experience is go to Huckleberry, enter some details about your business, get a quote in five minutes or less. If you like the quotes, you can sign up there in real time. No need to talk to a human if you don't want to. If you do, we have experienced agents that are available by chat, text, um, email, or phone that are happy to answer any questions you have in your policy, sign all your documentation in real time, and uh, essentially be done, and hopefully no longer have to worry about uh, about insurance and check it off your list, and have that be as you know as as good a process as a lot of other things are becoming um, with uh, with digital tools. Nice. And what about from a pricing standpoint? How is how has that changed, if at all? Yeah, so um, you know, with um, you know, with insurance, the price is the price is going to be depend. It really, it's you know, it's almost like every every price is unique and every quote is unique. So it's it's very difficult to sort of say categorically that you know we're going to be cheaper um, or we're or not. You know, I think we're you're, we're pretty much one of the best in the market. Uh, but you know, the the argument that we make to our users is. Look, you know, you owe it yourself to at least get a quote. Um, and with a traditional broker, it might take you weeks to get a quote, and it might be a, a huge pain and potentially not worth it. With us, you can get a quote in five minutes, so it's at least worth giving it a shot. Yeah, well, for sure, I appreciate that. So, as 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 you are as as you are disrupting this industry, and I'm sure that there are competitors that 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 are probably popping up as well, and you try to read the tea leaves on 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 the on the distribution model for business insurance moving forward. How do you see that? And, and, I, and I know that you don't know. I'm just asking for your opinion on on how you see um, the traditional channel changing over the next five or ten years. Yeah, I think brokers are always going to exist because you know once you get up into a hundred thousand dollar policy, two hundred thousand dollar policy. You know, then there's just some some real customizations <clears throat> and some real some real decisions that you have to make. Um, you know that you need a broker for, and if you meet some of those brokers, they really they look more like lawyers than they do like insurance salespeople. You know, they're they're very very smart and and can really help you guide guide you through those decisions. So you know they'll always exist, whether or not they'll exist for the <clears throat> hundreds, two hundred dollars, three hundred dollars a month policies. Um, I think is less likely. I think a lot of that will go direct to the end user, because frankly, most brokers don't want to deal with that. And then, as you kind of as you get over up the value chain, while there will maybe always be some some broker involvement or some human involvement, the underlying products will be more digital. I think a lot of the issue with the with the industry right now is the product that they're that they're selling is is really not all that digital so you know little little things like making a small change still has to involve a, a manual process i think ultimately longer term you know all of that kind of goes away irrespective of the premium size you know whether or not um, incumbents will will lose a lot of share is still an open question i think if you look at 
if you look at auto insurance, I mean, the big guys are still there and they're still present, but market share did shift around post digital distribution and post, you know, now like more, I think around 50% of the, of the auto insurance market is direct, is direct online. So I think market share will shift around, but I think it's, unlikely that any of these absolute behemoth insurance companies are going to go under um but they may, may may lose a few points of share i think that's i think that's pretty likely yeah that certainly makes sense and in terms of of working with regulators how is how has that been yeah so you know i think regulators have a very um important job to do in the insurance industry because a lot of this stuff is is frankly protecting consumers and protecting workers. So we sell we sell a policy called workers' compensation. That's a lot of our business, and that is very tightly regulated by the states, um, as it should be. So you know we've we've actually found them to be like fairly progressive. Um, I think you know even things like a, like approval times in, in our industry, you know for for new products that are, that are being admitted to the market have you know, generally, you know, gotten approved in, in a relatively tort, short time frame. So, you know, I think our overarching opinion is there's there's definitely a need for regulation and for regulators in this in this industry. And you know, to be honest, so far I haven't uh, haven't got any complaints there. Nice, love it. Well, Brian, Savage Nation is ready for your difference making tip. What do you have for them? Yeah, so maybe maybe I'll give two quick ones. Um, so the first is going to be business related. So I think you know, this is a as a shameless plug. I would encourage every small business to to go out there and and to check if they can get a better price in their insurance because some of our customers have just been really shocked. They've been with the same broker for ten years. So so take five minutes, be it with us or someone else, and and go and get a price. And the second different making tip that that I've used um, since the pandemic is, you know, I've started I've started exercising middle of the day, um, pretty much um, universally, and it's just been game changing for my productivity. It's never something I was able to do when we were in the uh, the office environment, but now that I've uh, got my trusty palette on, I've started doing thirty minutes uh, at two p.m. and it's it's definitely um, I think improved my uh, my productivity. So those are my two quick tips. Well, I think that that is great stuff. That definitely gets come on. Come on. Brian, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you and how can people get that five minute quote? Yeah, so they can go to the get the five minute quote by going to huckleberry.com, uh, spelt the usual way. And they can learn about me. I'm on Twitter at, at the Irish VC, and they can also follow me on LinkedIn, um, Brian O'Connell. Um, I'm on there as well. Perfect. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Brian your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas. Go to huckleberry.com and get a a quote for your insurance. And you can find Brian on LinkedIn and Twitter as well. I'll list all those in the notes of the show. Thanks again, Brian. Great stuff. Thanks, George. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together. Spending too much time on social. Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money, getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right.